Welcome to What Women Binge. We're here with my friend Alicia Wynn. We're so excited you came on. Finally, we've been talking about this since a year. It's been a year. Before the strike. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I'm so glad to finally be here. I know. And, and you brought your friend. so good to see you. Ernest. You brought your little here. baby. Yes, Ernest. He's, Ernest. On the, he's on the floor snoozing. Yeah. Having a good little time. He's such he's, a good baby. I know. He really is. He comes really with know. me almost everywhere. He's been with me at... Live shows and I remember sit seeing next him at Mass Singer. Yes, that's how some people figured out who you were, right? Because they right. saw a video of you with the doggy <laughs> walking through. Yeah, they made a special clue video with Ernest because he was with me every step of the way from the fittings to the rehearsals to the performance. He was a part. He was of right it. on the edge of the stage, really oh. being held. Oh wow! Um, by some lovely people from the costume department oh, who held him so because they knew he would want to watch the performance, oh, and he did. That's Aww. so cute. His eyes would track me as I walked he across, even you in out the of his costume. Sight. Oh, he could smell you. He's like, yeah, there she is. Yeah, she's close. She's close. That's, he that's helps so cute. me so much. He helps me just stay grounded and helps with anxiety. Mm. And he's the best traveler. Really? Oh, he's, that's lucky. He's wonderful. I traveled with my dog for like two years, and he was tiny. But uh, then it just got to be too difficult. The, there were just so many different rules, like different different uh, flight attendants would say different things about what I could and couldn't do with the dog. And yeah. I don't know. But this was before the days of like service animals being, you know, it was like really hard to get a service animal thing. And I and he wasn't a service animal. So I was just like carrying him in a carrier. And it was difficult. Well, there's training. This is, I mean, did I'm you, so impressed. Did Ernest go through training? He did go through training. So he's a certified service dog. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, congratulations, Thank Ernest. You. That is a Thank big you. achievement. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. That is not easy. It's a blessing. <laughs> well, we want to talk about so many things. Yes. But, all right, wait, where to start? Where to start? Where First to of start? all, it's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. I have my, this, so I got this at Christmas Con. <laughs> you did. <laughs> where you were. Um, <laughs> this girl loves Christmas with the thumbs. So uh, um, these earrings and this have been um, auditioning for the next Christmas con that we'll both be at. We will. I think you already got the part. You don't have to audition. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm more auditioning them for whether or not I like them. And um, oh, how oh, do they make your ears? Want to wear ears them? Still. Do you think I should wear them? Are they too heavy? They're really heavy, actually. They're not. I think I'm just not used to wearing heavy earrings. Like I, they look beautiful, but I say comfort first, especially Cute little nutcracker. That is I can handle them day. for a little while. I was only there with you for like one day at Christmas Con, and that changed my whole viewpoint on all of you guys who do these cons regularly. There, that is the craziest day ever. It's a lot. Like of I would be in legit Nikes or tennis shoes and the stretchiest clothes I own. Yeah, what do you usually wear, Alicia? What's your go-to? Absolutely whatever is comfortable. Because I've also done a lot of sci-fi and horror mm -hmm. conventions, and it's. You never know how cold it's going to be, first mm -hmm, of all. That's true. So layers are super important because there are some days on those conventions where it's frigid, like you're in a, an ice box. That's true. And then there's other days where it's it's really hot and you are you have a seat, but I generally end up on my feet I'm all day. Standing. right? Yeah. You, wanna, you don't want to be just... Well, and you take so many pictures of people. You want to have your yeah. best posture, you know. But people always yeah. say to me, you don't have this because you're tall, but people are always like, oh, you're so little. And so I, I counter that with like a little bit of a heel, but I usually wear like a comfy boot. Like my favorite thing is like Sorrel's, especially at Christmas time. Oh, I love yeah. that. You know, the snow boots, Sorrel, but like they have a great huge wedge mm -hmm. and I'm so comfortable in that. I can wear those all day long and be comfy. Those are the only boots that I've survived. Like, so Alicia and I were at a party this weekend, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yes. But I wore heels for like the first time in a while and I was like, God, I'm not used to this. Like, <laughs> this is not okay. Like if I go out around here, I wear cowboy boots and they're pretty Same. flat. So I was like- yeah. In pain with the with that, but let's, wait, let's finish Christmas con. Let's talk Christmas movies. I know it's we're going to bounce all over the place. We are. You looked so adorable at that party. I'm still. <laughs> you did too. You well, yeah. We have so. Oh my god, we have so this. Um, so wait, your Christmas yeah. movies. Let's talk about your Christmas movies. Do you oh, have one this year? No, I haven't made a Christmas movie in three years. I've oh, been three years doing other other types of movies I lately. Know. But I love making Christmas movies. It's fun, and I, I I'm sure I'm going to make another one at some yeah. point. And there's one, the very, actually the very first Christmas movie that I made for Hallmark Channel, which was Very Merry Mix-Up, that is still my favorite. And I'd love to make a sequel for it. It's just so tricky because it involves my character having confused the family of her then-fiancé with 
this other random family with the same name. Oh. <laughs> and oh, so no. she ends up falling in love with who she believes is the brother of her fiance, but in fact, it's a whole different family with the same <laughs> last name. And it's, it, it is a favorite of, of viewers as well. But how do you get her mixed up again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah, would have, have to go wrong. Yeah. Have to be like be. The... Well, Home Alone, how did they lose him again? I mean, that was a yes, difficult concept. Right? This is exactly right. Yeah, it was a very difficult concept. And they did the whole thing. Do we have everybody? And they recounted and they counted again. But then they lost him in the shuffle of the airplane seats or whatever, right? That's they right. Just, just got to find a new way there in. There has we'll figure to this out. be a way. There ha I know there has to be a way. We're going to figure this out. I mean, some of our friends are writing their own now. Like, yes. Have you written one? Yes. The you last have? one I made for Hallmark, which was called Christmas Tree Lane, I wrote. Oh, very cool. And I produced it and I wrote two original songs for it and, and we have to talk about your singing too yes we do oh my gosh so and you're singing uh no we don't <laughs> yes. wait so you're first of all back to christmas movies for one minute because there is something so exciting about what happened this weekend so this alzheimer's event we were at it was the dance to end alzheimer's right mm -hmm. so it's it's um it started off with kimberly williams paisley and she passed it off to ashley williams this year they do it because their mother passed away uh, six years, or they started it six years ago. Their yes. mom passed away of Alzheimer's. Yes. Have you been to the event before? Yes, I was there last year. Okay. Did you perform last year? No, uh, just this year. Okay. So last year I just attended. and So something very exciting happened. I don't know if I told Amanda this, but Brad Paisley Oh, there, I did hear about this, actually. Of course. You're like the only person I told. <laughs> um, it was super exciting. Like, he was performing a little VIP show before the event, and everybody was seated. I walked in late, and I only—I don't know country music at all. So I know the song Tick by, or Ticks <laughs> by, by Brad, yeah. because my husband and I were ticks, in a Margaritaville. I want to check you for Ticks. I want to check you for Ticks. It's the funny. My husband <laughs> so and I were cute. sitting in a Margaritaville with our kids years ago, I guess when it came out. And he goes, did you hear that? And I was like, what? And he's like, something about the other half of your butterfly tattoo. And then he, he said something about... Um, He's like, I want to check you for ticks. I think he just said that. And so we were listening and we were like fascinated with this. We found out yeah. it's a Brad Paisley song. So it's the only song. I told my husband when we were running late, I'm like, if we miss Brad playing ticks, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be ticked at you. Hmm. So we get there. I'm going to be ticked. <laughs> I'm going to be ticked. So we walk in to the event. Everybody's seated. It's almost over. We were told downstairs, like, you missed it. We go upstairs. He starts playing ticks. So that was super exciting. I was like, yeah, yeah I know this song. Um then he played some funny song about second cousins or first cousins falling yeah. in love, which he said we should make a Hallmark movie out of. But then he goes, um, he goes, uh, he thanks Ashley Williams for hosting it, right? Which is his sister-in-law. And he says, uh, Ashley, you're my second favorite Hallmark star. And he goes, but I'm not going to tell you who my first one is. And he's strumming his guitar and he goes, it's Alicia Witt. <laughs> and then he goes, and my third's Melissa John Hart. I was like, woohoo! on the list but it was so fun right that was the best that make you was feel very fantastic? famous and very loved because that would be well very you honored know very honored yes I, I you did, did? I, no 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 i didn't oh you didn't, I didn't know, know that, that i was his favorite until that no i did not that was know. so wild no right? i had no idea and i was stunned that he would say that <laughs> it was fun and um just blown away. Do you know? A, do you know what he like? I'm a big fan of his, and I had met him before. We have a mutual friend, um, uh, Wes, who is the mm. founder of Angels Envy, mm -hmm. and so we've spent time all together before. But I had no idea that I was his favorite actor on Hallmark, and I can't believe he said that. Especially since his sister-in-law's. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It was cute. Was it was so cute. That's very, definitely a little uh, badge of honor so for me to be very like. Very honored. Pat, Pat, Brad Paisley likes like, Yeah, me. Very, very honored. <laughs> he had a little gathering afterwards where he, he had us all over to his little Irish pub that he built inside his, his home. Um, and he started playing this song that he hasn't released yet. And he had all of the Hallmark folks who had gathered after the dance party sing background vocals. Oh, so wow. he taught us the song and he recorded it. And oh, is that when he's sitting on the bar? I saw the videos of him sitting on the bar and playing. Oh. Yeah. We're not allowed to share the video with of the, the actual recording. original song just yet. Okay, yeah. But I did share a little snippet of him playing Margaritaville after oh, we had okay. finished. Yeah, but it was like, I guess whole... I went home a little early because I'm that kind of girl. And I was like, I had drank water all night and <laughs> my feet were hurting from wearing high heels. That's usually me. And I usually somehow don't even hear about what's going on. Yeah. So just as I was heading out of the venue, 
I happened to say to someone, hey, is there a is there an after party? Or, you're like, so I'm not ready like, oh yeah, bed. totally. We're going. I was like, oh, I'm Brad Paisley's first favorite Hallmark star. I've got <laughs> I have to be there. I've got to celebrate tonight. Yes. There so, should be a crown. For it this. was a very special night. Yeah, and if you want to hear, if you don't know the love story of Kim and Brad, she told it on our podcast. It's so sweet. It is the cutest love story. Like it should be a movie. He, found, he like, tracked no, her down. He tracked her down and found her. It totally should be a movie. Yeah. It's so. It cute. should be a movie. It should be a Hallmark Christmas movie. Really. Yes. That a country star, well, at the time he wasn't, I mean, I guess he was a country yeah, star. Yeah, he was. It wasn't until he became more famous, maybe, that he had the ins to find her or something. I don't know exactly when I that timing was. That's so but sweet. I'm it's going really to funny. look it up. He went with another girl to see Father of the Bride. Yeah, it was a whole, you gotta, yeah, you gotta. It's in I'm her not book. I'm not even gonna tell too. you. Yeah, it's in her book. And she, he just knew that was his person. Yeah, he yeah. sent her out, sent like a publicist or something to find her. Yeah, isn't that funny? Isn't that cute? I will say that's one of the neatest fringe benefits of this life that we have um, is the social media now and and before that, the ability to reach out through publicists or agents yeah. or what have you. And the networking we can do. Yeah. Um, I recently uh, discovered this book. I believe it's called Everything nothing someone oh brain like everything everywhere all at once you want to fact check that one for us <laughs> yeah I, I would like to fact check it it's by alice carrier good luck spelling that uh c-a-r-r-i-e-r-e -E. and um everything nothing someone that's what i believe it's called is that a memoir she's yes, got she's got correct. she's got her she's got her oh good she's got good, the brain good. in her I'm ear thank and goodness <laughs> i remembered it right um so it is extraordinary I, and i would sharing this anyway because it's such a mind-blowing memoir and she reads it herself on audible um it tells the story of her wildly unusual to put it mildly childhood mm. and um i think it's no secret i had a very unusual childhood as well but she had some very specific um, things that happened to her and um, some really illustrious parents. And she tells the story so bravely and um, and so honestly and in a really funny way as well. So I'm listening to it and I just felt compelled at some point to randomly send her a DM because I had to let her know this book was changing my life. Her story and her bravery wow. was just what I needed to hear this exact moment in my life. Yeah. So I, I just shot her a DM and she wrote back and I got to the end of the book. She lives in Nashville. No way. Stop she it. and her husband live in Nashville. Not only that, they live maybe 10 minutes from where I live. What? So then I DM'd her, I can't believe you live here and we're going to meet up. Yay. Oh my gosh. This is like my Jay Weinberg story. I know. You know Jay Weinberg, the drummer? Oh, I my know son that dressed name. as him last year. He's a Slipknot drummer, but it's also um, formerly of Slipknot. Jay Jay Weinberg, his father's Max Weinberg of the Max Weinberg oh, Seven, right? Of course, and he's the yeah former drummer. He just yeah he just left the band Slipknot. But um, my son wanted to be him for Halloween last year. We dug up the mask, and, and long story short, he was Jay. I posted him against his wishes. My son, <laughs> he's like, you posted as me? one does a teenager. <laughs> and Jay commented, and I DM'd him back and said, hey, if you're ever into, because he said he's a big fan of mine, and I was like. Well, if you're ever in town, come by. He's like, I live here. I was like, what are you doing Saturday? He came by for barbecue and surprised my son. And it was like, I was, I was like on my son. My son liked ever. me for a little while. He doesn't anymore. I don't like that again. <laughs> That's past. Time to bring in a new slug. I got to get Jay back or someone. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, That's it's incredible. funny how that happens. And like when I moved here, yeah. Trisha Heaton and I had just become Instagram pals. And she uh, DM'd me and was like, I hear you're moving to Nashville. I'm here too. Let's get together. And actually, she and I are going out tonight. Like, That's I mean, so we've fun. been, since for three years now, we've been buds. And um, it's funny how, you're right, how that, like, community and that networking and that stuff happens. Yes. But wait, let you, so, wait, what's the book called again? I want to Everything, Nowhere, Someone. Okay. And is the audiobook version? I recommend the audiobook because okay. then you get to hear Alice. Oh, okay. reading it herself and she I don't think anyone else could tell her story she's yeah. not an actor or anything oh you have um, to tell us how this goes like I, I want you to come back in and do a recap <laughs> yeah, well reader. bring her in and bring her in again, yeah. so this book is just the book. It's, yeah. it's this one reads a book of in a day changing. I'm a very fast reader I love to read yeah she'll read it really fast yeah I'll read that that sounds awesome so when you read fast do you remember yeah 
like a year later, can you remember what happened mm-hmm. in the book? That's amazing. Yeah, it's my like. It's your super party trick, I guess. Well, that and your creative my superpower, um, <laughs> creative powers. Yeah, and that yeah. My, what do you call? It? What do we call it? Hidden talent. Hidden talent. Yeah. If I hidden can see it, I can make it. Reading, yeah, make, hitting, yeah, the creative bit and then the reading are your. I just have to be able to visualize sure. it. Melissa, guess what time it is? It's time for holiday shopping, and I love it. Yeah, I'm not a big shopper, but I have to say it's a daunting task. But I was so excited when Skims announced its biggest holiday gift shop ever. Uh, yeah, me too, because I'm literally done shopping now. Yeah, the everyone shop on is my list going to make holiday shopping so much. Easier. I might get a little something for myself, too. Uh, Mama's going to have a stuffed stocking this year. Full of skims. Full of skims. Full of skims. <laughs> <laughs> well, I already have most of my holiday shopping done, thanks to Skims Holiday Gift Shop. Also, um, are mom and dad and all the kids going to be in matching Everybody. Skims holiday pajamas? Yes, yes sisters, we are. moms, dads, boyfriends, best friends, even pets. Even pets. Even pets. <gasps> Sunday and the little doggy Skims. Yeah, it's my gonna little Sully and thing Cleo. Ever. Skims is creating the next next generation underwear, loungewear, and shapewear for all shapes. And they're so good at it. You guys know how much we love our skims. We talk about it all the time. The, we're, we're supported and tucked and beautified and smooth. But can we talk about the, the right loungewear places. and pajamas? Oh my gosh, y'all, so they're butter. So soft and delicious. I thought the cotton pajamas were like my life. No, these new holiday pajamas... I've lived in them since they're they really arrived. amazing. And I'm always wrapping gifts last minute during the holiday season. So my favorite part of the Skims holiday shop is that their best-selling holiday collections come wrapped and they're, they're ready, ready to, to go. go. Yeah, pre-packaged Skims holiday boxes. They're beautiful. And I love the little elastic touch. That was so cute. Oh, yeah. Perfect, perfect stuffing stockers. I mean, stocking stuffers. <laughs> Skims makes holiday shopping so easy with styles for everyone in the family. Skims Holiday Gift Shop is the destination you need for all of your holiday gifts. Yes, believe the hype. Skims has over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason, people. And ours are probably like at least a thousand of those. (laughs) Skims Holiday Gift Shop is now open at skims.com. Plus, you get free shipping on orders over $75. After you place your order, be sure to let them know we sent you. Select podcast in the survey and be sure to select our show in the drop-down menu that follows to support us and Skims. Thank you. Um, so let's talk about your music because I so your newest song is Witness. Is that the newest? Well, that's the name of the EP. Oh, okay. Uh, there's six songs on it. Wait, what does EP mean? I don't know music it's stuff. It's extended play, which okay. means um, lo- shorter than a long album, which is an LP. Oh, I thought an EP was like a single. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a sh- like a half album. It's okay. like a half album. Okay. Yeah, I don't really know um, why they're called extended plays because it. I guess they could be tacked on to, like, behind another album that came out first. I yes. Oh, is like that how it originated? track or something? I don't know. I should know. I know an LP is the full album, and then the EP is the short album. It's usually between four and six okay. songs or four and seven songs. Do you know what ASMR means, stands for? Sorry, ASMR. since we're talking about letters. R? Yeah. Do you know what ASMR is? My is kids it? talk about this all the time. I was trying to guess about. something naughty, but I don't know. <laughs> It's not if your kids are talking about it. It does sound naughty. No, it's, uh, you know what it is. Audio, it, yeah, it sounds. It's like when people chew. Now people like want to hear chewing. Oh, My yeah. son listens to other people like, they, yeah, they talk and they eat and they shove things in their mouth and they, we did one where we were eating all these like oh. gummies and, 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 and oh, what are they? Oh, a lot Peeps of sounds. And, yeah, if you have misophonia, gross. don't listen to that episode. Misophonia? Now here's another word. I don't, but ASMR is like, what is it? Ask the brain what ASMR is. Brain. Audio simulated I don't mucus. Remember. I don't know. Mucus. It's something gross. There's no mucus involved. It's a weird. It's a weird. It's Autonomous sensory meridian response. There you go. That makes no sense. But yes. <laughs> What's autonomous about it? Oh, because you're listening to it uh, aside from the activity, which it's, it's about normally the sound, a part of. Not necessarily what's being said. Okay. Isolated. Yes. Autonomous. Interesting. That is yeah. interesting. So anyway, sorry. I, I totally went away from music because you, you started saying letters and I was like, ASMR? Those are the best conversations, though. I mean, whenever I get together with a friend, Squirrel. it's all over the place. And then I end up getting in my car or whatever it is. And the next day I'll be like, oh, there's six different things we started talking about. We I really finish. want to remember next time. <laughs> but yeah, right, so music. My new, my new EP is Witness. And there's six songs there's on it. There's six songs on it. Witness was the first one I released. And I released it in time for our episode of Masked Singer to come out. Oh. Because once I knew that I was unmasked, I knew when that air date was. Okay. And then I... Wait, you knew when the, you knew when it was coming on? 
I did. Did I know when it was coming? I did it. You did. I found out intentionally because Because I wanted to release a song along with it. I don't think I did know. No, you did know because you wouldn't tell me. You told. No, but I don't think I knew either. You eventually told Brain. I just wouldn't tell you who I was. She used it basically as friendship torture. Well, Amanda can't have I, secrets. I like, love Amanda the can't do it. But yeah, and my children love the Messinger. So we watch every season. Yeah. And so she knew that, and she knew that she was gonna keep it a secret. Well, the and it was such <laughs> yeah. fun to torture her because she's like, "Tell me, I know you know. Tell me, tell me what. Tell me at least the costume. Tell me the clue. Tell me the. Tell me the song. Nope, nope, nope. So nope, for nope. weeks, it was we're fun. watching and watching and watching, and I, in my head, I know. She's going to pop up here at some point, and am I gonna know? Surely I'm gonna know. So I made everybody watch the whole season and be like, like her and my sister were like, they knew I had gone out to do it, but they were like, wait, uh, which what? Huh? She and wouldn't. they'd call me every week, and I didn't even know. Sometimes I'd forget it was on. It's Wednesday, and they'd be like, um, I think it's it Cleopatra. Yeah, they're like Cleopatra. I'm like, why are you texting me about Cleopatra? And then they're like, you know, the mass singer. I was like, oh, I have no idea what you're talking. About. <laughs> anyway, it was weird. my my kids desperately wanted her to be the axolotl. Yeah, who was and the ex? It was Alexa Bliss, wasn't it? Oh, okay. The wrestler girl, who's amazing. She did a great job. Yeah. And she was super cute. But when they unmasked, like, as soon as I saw her package, I was like, yeah, that's not her. <laughs> I didn't tell most of my friends that I was on. Well, we weren't allowed I told, to, really. No, we weren't. We weren't supposed to. <laughs> and I also know that as excited as my friends get about things sometimes, like, I've had experiences before where I've said, like, when I was on Orange is the New Black, I wasn't supposed to tell anyone. And I said, now, I'm on this. I want you to know, but you can't tell anybody. And then somebody walked in the door and she immediately was like, Alicia's on Orange is the New Black. We can tell them, right? And I was like, "Mm, no. Oh, no. (laughs) No. Um, But, yeah, I I told, I think, three people. Yeah. One of whom was going to have done a greeting for me. Did they ask you to find somebody to do... um, a little encouragement message, and then no. they scrapped the whole idea. No, they never asked me that. Not that probably, I know of. They maybe probably they reached out to it me. already by the time. Yeah, I mean, my husband was with me, so maybe they would have asked him, but I don't think so. But he he's the only one. He knew, and my uh, youngest son knew the song because they heard me practicing all the time. In the yeah, house. I didn't even know the song. <laughs> that was it. That was, they, knew the, they knew the song, and then I think my husband knew the costume, and I think that was it. But, um... There were a few people that knew I was leaving to go do it, yeah. but I wouldn't tell them anything about it. So I was able to sneak those trips in because I was in Vancouver oh. shooting. Well, you did a so much more. What were you shooting in Vancouver? I was shooting Long Legs. Oh, cool. The Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> we couldn't talk about this before no. because of the strike. Yeah. And so that's so exciting. When so did- I was filming that and then the masked singer was happening simultaneously. Oh my gosh. So I didn't even know for sure if we were going to make the masked singer work with the production yeah. schedule. Well, and then you got um, you got extended so you were the dandelion. Yes. And you got extended you were on the episode before the one I was mm-hmm. on, right? And yes. so you got extended into so you had to work how many days on that then? Well, I came in I think it was three different trips total. Oh my gosh. Because I had to come in for wardrobe fitting yeah. and and, uh, and rehearsal and, and yeah. practice. Then I had to go back to Vancouver and film. Oh my gosh. And then I had to go back and film the episode um where I sang Over the Rainbow where I won and then 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 the episode. It, actually, no, it was only two trips because that was consecutive to the day that I filmed the episode before the one that aired. It was actually just the day after. You shot the day before on the first episode and then jumped into the episode that I was on because you had succeeded, like, Mm -hmm. survived, I guess. Yes, I survived. (laughs) So they they shot it sequentially. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they do shoot it sequentially. And, but, um, but... Like, I was told it was going to be three days, and they're like, and then maybe this day, and maybe this day. I was like, oh, no, no, let's just call this one and done. (laughs) I was like, first of all, I'm terrified. (laughs) Second of all, I'm like, I don't need that kind of pressure. And I don't know how you did it with, like, I mean, but you're a singer, which is, luckily, luckily, you're, like, a fantastic singer. So you can, like, you know songs and you know singing. Like, for me to learn that song, it took me weeks to, like, feel comfortable with it, to know it. And I still got on stage and forgot it. I had someone singing the lyrics in my ear. You did? So I wouldn't forget where I was. I couldn't see anything. I don't know so if your the, costume the was the same. I had a really hard time seeing as well. I couldn't see out of that. I couldn't see straight ahead. I could only see, I've told this story so many times, but like I was the lamp and so the the shade was like down to here and then I had a collar that came to here 
And so I had this kind of window. They had all these beads in my face. Mm-hmm. The balaclava and the mm-hmm. ear, inner, what are they called? In-ears? In-ears. I had those in so I couldn't hear. The pole down my back, I had a corset to hold the, the, the beam on my back. And then I had those big shoes, the gloves. I was like, I couldn't, I lost like four of my five senses and I could barely see. And I was trying to feel my way shuffling along the floor and whatnot. And it was like, I couldn't see. I know they had a cue card or something up there. Yes. Um, they had teleprompter. a teleprompter. They kept saying there's a teleprompter. I'm like, I can't see it. Like, I'm happy know. there's a teleprompter. That's great. I was literally trying to find a dark way. Six feet you in just front of me. Down that way. Well, I could you see six feet in front of me, and that was it. But dandelion things yeah. Yeah. were out in front of you, too. So yes. That probably obscured Oh, they were? As well. Yeah, it was like a grid. Yeah, they so were. I could all see across. in between all the little crosses, the oh, little so green sparkly crosses. Like fuzzy? Yes. Well, it was like little, all these little pinpoints. You know, like on a dandelion, like the bubble. Yeah, yeah. Like of the little feathery petal things. Yeah. So yeah. she really had those like coming oh. off of her. And so I was cool. I was constantly missing the mark where I was supposed to end up. Oh. Like next to the host. Because you did you have to do the same thing I did probably. Like you had to gauge it from like I'm like, okay, that's about six feet in front of me. I'm gonna take like five steps. And- yeah, and while keeping my head up and looking through all the little pinpoints, I was trying to find the crosses, the the marks on the floor that were in the appropriate colors oh, for me yeah 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 and so when i finished my song both times or actually just the one time because the other one i was at the piano um i was too far from nick i thought i was at the right mark but i was they had to pause in the oh. ear stop see luckily and then i could move, move me <laughs> i they i walked straight out i could see my mark i thought i knew when i hit it i turned around and that was it i stayed there the whole time because i literally was like I also I take freaked too many out. Steps, I'm falling off. Yeah, and I'd never, <laughs> yeah. I'd never seen the show before, so I had no idea it was a round stage. Because I was like, as long as there's like one fourth wall that I don't go near, and I was like, I got out there for the first rehearsal, and I went, oh crap, this is a round stage. I'm gonna die. Like, but luckily I could put my head down. Like I could move my head because it wasn't attached to the mask. The mask was really down my back, so I could kind of like look down and I, all I could do was look down I there was nowhere to look up because it was like into the glass <laughs> the like you know the stained the, glass the stained glass so that was impossible I know we talked a little bit at Christmas con last year about this but I weirdly found it to be one of the most profound and moving experiences of my life really for something as admittedly silly and ridiculous what in what way because you, like, cause you're a singer, so that's like interesting to me. Well, that's the thing. As a singer, I have never known and will never know again what it feels like to connect with somebody with nothing but my voice. Yeah. And despite the fact that I have made my living my whole life being in front of the cameras, I'm not super comfortable being in front of cameras as myself. I like mm. being a character in front of cameras. But... When I sing, especially since the singing career came after I was already known as an actor, it's I'm always conscious that whatever body I come in this time around as me, you know, that plays a part in how people hear you. Mm -hmm. It plays a part in just when you and I walk down the street somebody sees you coming and they make all these preconceived notions about who you are based on what your body and your age and your every aspect of you physically. And I found it so, so a gift to be able to sing to people and connect to them using nothing but my voice. Wow. Yeah. I could have been anybody. That's so interesting. I mean, I think that's why I felt safe because I have, like, I've done a few things where I've had to walk out on stage with a microphone in my hand and there's nothing. And maybe it's that reason. Like, I don't like singing in front of people because maybe it is me that's on display instead of a character. Um, I can be me if I'm talking all day long, but I can't be me if I'm singing because that feels f- like a phony version of me. I have had to do a few things recently where I had to sing and I was like, I pretended I was a character in order to get through it, which was a lot easier than being on Mass Singer. Mass Singer, I wanted to vomit. Every, I was so terrified, but my husband said something to me as I was leaving for like the last rehearsal and he goes, have fun. And I said, I'll try. And he goes, well, if you're not having fun, what are we doing here? 
And I was like, oh my God, that's true. Like, yeah. when am I ever going to get the chance to put on this costume and do this whole thing again? So I did really make sure I enjoyed it, even though I was terrified. I was like, this is a human response. It's okay to be nervous. It's okay. I always have to remind myself of that. And I try to remind other people that when they were like public speaking or whatever, I'm like, you should be nervous. That's a normal human response. Mm-hmm. If you're not nervous, you're not alive. <laughs> but also yes. like you don't have to die of fear. Like there's worse things than right. falling on your face, singing an off note, whatever. Like there's... You're not like I have to put this in perspective sometimes for myself and others like what's going to kill me <laughs> jumping out of an airplane or. <laughs> well, yeah. Way, and that experience and obviously I haven't done it, so I can't speak to how you guys feel personally. But from an outsider's perspective in looking at something like that, going, oh, my gosh, you have this opportunity to wear this elaborate costume to go out yeah. on a stage and be loved on no matter how yeah, good or bad true. you do. Everyone there is, is going to love on you. And. Have so much fun. Like, to me, that's just like... just Christmas Con, too, though. <laughs> right? But, I mean, that's what you guys get to do in general as celebrities. But to, to do that in a way where you're like, I'm only exposing this part of myself. Yeah. And can I be loved for this one thing? Yeah, yeah clearly you can. And that's it's awesome. Did you feel more pressure with Mass Singer, too, because you're a singer, maybe, that you, like, wanted to showcase in a certain way or you wanted to present in a certain way? Like, for me, I was just trying not to make a fool of myself. But I wasn't, like... I wasn't expecting, like, any notoriety on the singing, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, the, it's not where I want to—it's not what I want to do, I guess. I had no expectations when I went to do the first episode, the first song. I knew that Over the Rainbow has had great meaning for me my whole life. And I thought, if I can get through this without crying and— deliver it and connect to the audience with this song that means mm. so much to me. Um, it's still one of, just one of my favorite moments really um, that I've lived so far. Um, hard to explain how how special it was. But I, when I stepped out onto the stage to do that first song, I thought, I don't know how this is going to go. I just hope I remember all the words and don't yeah. cry. Yeah. Because if I'm crying, I won't be able to sing. Yeah. And when I got through it, I've, I, and I knew even as I was singing it that the audience and I were all connected. There was some magic that happened. And, um, and when the song ended, I just felt this rush, the, the immediate reaction yeah. that we all, we all really connected in a big way on that song. That's amazing. And then 24 so hours later, I, you had to do it all over 24 again. 24 hours later, I had to do it song. again. And, you know, we had the sing-off at the end of that one. The um, There was a song from Willy Wonka that I didn't know before, and I, I learned it, and I decided to do a gospel version of it. Oh, wow. Yes. And um, and then I won that. And and then, full confession, I thought, okay, I got this. I'm going I'm I'm to— I'm taking it to the yeah. end. I'm going yeah. for it. And then I— I got to rehearsals the next day and I thought, I don't know why I decided it was a good idea to attempt to play piano in this costume. And then the choreography was for me to stand up off the piano bench and go do choreography and then make my way back to the piano. Oh, and by the way, there was no piano bench. Oh, they, they, because the skirt was so big, there was, it really didn't make sense for me to sit. sit. So I was standing and, um, wow! You know, warrior pose. I was going to say pianist you, you position had to, where like, you... squat a little bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess I, if I could have a do over, I would probably not yeah. opt. As if it wasn't complicated enough. Yeah, you made to, it more complicated to do all of that in twenty four hours too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was talking to my friend, one of my 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 most intimate trusted confidant friends the next morning and telling her how it had gone and and she was listening and and then I I came across a photo someone had snapped of it and I texted it to her while we were talking and she just lost it laughing and she said I don't want to hear another word <laughs> you, you t- oh, this story you're telling me happened while you're wearing this <laughs> it is really funny right it is like you're like when am I ever gonna get to <sighs> 
do this again. Well, wait, yeah. I, there was something in your song Witness that I heard that really, I liked this oh, line. Um, thank you. I'm not sure if I got the, the lyrics right exactly because I wrote it down after I like paused it and then I like ran to write it down. But the story they all know and the one that's ours alone or something, is, is that how it? Is that about how the There's line the goes? There's the they all know and the one for us alone. Yeah, I love that line because it's like— Thank you. Um, I love that because I feel like that's what I'm always trying to chase after with my husband is like that that secret language, that thing, those secrets that we only know and that nobody else knows but we know. And I love that. So that really spoke to me. Thank and then you. the other song I really love is— um, Someone to write a song for me? Is this a new one? Someone to write me a song. Someone to write me a song. Thank you. Is this on Witness as yes, well? Yes, it oh, is. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. I saw a video of you playing that on piano. Mm -hmm. uh, on Instagram? Yeah, That's on your Instagram. Thank you. That's right. That's Thank you. Yeah, and that one was, I love the idea that you're, how does it go? You're in Music City, but. In a city full of music, never thought it takes so long for someone to write me a song. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, I want someone to write me a song. That's a good point. <laughs> it's a woman who married a songwriter. Well, he actually did write a song for me way back then, but. Thank you. That, that just reflects what a beautiful soul you are that you would take the time to listen to my songs before oh my gosh, this. They're, they're beautiful so and they're so lovely. And then for this weekend, because our theme for the Dance for Alzheimer's was 2000s, yeah. uh, we all dressed up like... We all looked so <laughs> Like we should never dress up again. I so wish I would have um, My daughter's birthday was this weekend, so I did not get to attend. And she didn't but, get to come. Oh, it looked amazing. I pulled something from my so closet. Fun. It was from my Sabrina days. <laughs> I pulled out a fuzzy... I, I mean, the only way to describe it is like cellophane, pink... Like frizzy shrug, shrug hoodie. hoodie. Yeah. It was like almost I thought 1940s glam meets because <laughs> the shrug, but then it had like yeah. bell arms and then like the big hood. It was really and cool. I wore it actually has a comb, but I also I was really proud of my I had butterfly clips in and I was really proud of the way I did my hair so fast so fat. Oh, that was the most New York so fast so fast so fast and simple that I'm like I think I need to bring the butterfly clips back because they were so easy to use. Yeah, yeah. but um, it was so much fun. And then you w dressed up as. Brit, 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 you Brit. were straight up Britney. Yes, and got up on stage with your crop top <laughs> and your low riders. Must have really shaved very close down there, and um, just like she yeah. does. I mean, well, <laughs> in character. And and I do not have a six pack. I just went for it. Oh my god, you I, do! You loved it. It I looked just, amazing. You have like an well, incredible physique. First I know. Of all. Seriously, thank you. And then you and then you rocked out. What is it? Lucky, right? Lucky. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They had the microphone. Maybe my favorite thing. Britney song. It's a good and, one. And um, it was the one that popped into my head at Christmas Con in Kansas City this past year, just oh, a really? few months ago, when Ashley and Nikki asked if I would be part oh, of it. Oh, yeah. And it occurred Nikki, to me. Wait, Nikki Deloach. Nikki Deloach. And Who was Ashley in Lynn. the Mickey Mouse Club with Britney. Oh, that's right. And toured she, with Britney. And Britney brings her name band. up a few times in the, in the book, in her book. She really? brings up Nikki a she few does? times. Yeah. I haven't read or I didn't listened to that the was book the yet. Same I couldn't help. It. I don't. I didn't mean to, but I did. Yeah, that's the. That's Nikki. really yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay. I know it's wild. Nikki wore a T-shirt to um to our dance to end Alzheimer's, that is a band shirt from the band that she formed after the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh no way! I think it was five, five of them. And they actually opened for Britney on tour. Oh, on oh several that's tours. right. I remember this now because I was. Friends with the Mickey Mouse Club, they were a little bit younger, like Brittany and Christina and Justin were a little bit younger. I was hanging out with more like Tony Luca, Mylin was one that I always hung out with, Mylin, Kerry Russell, um, kind of a little bit of the older. Yeah, Kerry was awesome. She was so cool to me. I didn't have any girls around me on the set in Orlando. It was me and two boys, and they drove me crazy. <laughs> um, so every time I could, the makeup artists and the tutors we had were the same. So once in a while, they'd be like, want to come with us on set? I only had Saturdays off. So like, want to come with us on Saturdays? We're rehearsing on Saturday with the Mickey Mouse. I'm sure, I'd come with you. And I got to hang out with like all these kids, but they all knew each other and having fun. And I'd just be there like, what's up? If you saw the pictures, I have to post this picture. <laughs> There's one, I think I'm standing next to Tony Luca. But everybody's like, in the, a lot of these kids are in the picture. They were doing a dance re rehearsal or something. And I am in these giant like hip hop shorts <laughs> and like a big old boys t-shirt. It's like all Rasta, like Rasta wear. I, and maybe combat boots. I don't know. It's so funny. Oh, our little buddy. Hey, Ernest, come here, baby. You want mama? Do you want to right come here? over here? 
It's like, oh, you could be on. He's like, okay. You want to come yeah. in the chair? Uh, come say hi. Shake it, shake it. Shake it, shake it. Um, okay, wait. Here? I don't want to um, You can come forget on, huh? a few of our things we want to talk about. Oh, my gosh. You and I competed before together. Oh, yes. On Jeopardy, right. right? Yeah, 1995, six, seven, six, six yeah, or seven. Yeah, around that. Yeah. Did you know that Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors breathing around 30,000 gallons of air daily? It's a lot of air. I didn't know that. 30,000 gallons of air. So according to the EPA, indoor air could be two to five times more polluted than outdoor air. And in some cases, it can be a hundred times more polluted. Ew. Is that crazy? Ugh. Well, let me tell you something. Do you know Air Doctor? I do know Air Doctor. I know Air Doctor, too. I love Air Doctor because it has helped me with this issue. I am so worried about my indoor air. And especially since COVID and all those things, I was I super concerned about indoor air. Well, so, and it's allergy season. We've got pets. We've yes, got all those things. Kids that are pollen, all dust things. mites, mold. Air Doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens, so your lungs don't have to. Yes. So the pollen, the pet dander, dust, mold, it's all gone with their ultra HEPA filter that's been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested bacteria that's and viruses. Yes, and virtually 100% of particles as small as 0. 0.003 microns. That's small. It's so tiny. They also feature whisper jet fans, 30% quieter than most air purifiers. And I can speak to this because our air doctor is like in our main living space Same. in our house. Yeah. And you don't even notice it's there. No. It's and awesome. it's lovely. It's I have mine behind a plant, and then it just, like, cleans the air. Oh. I just feel like everyone's healthier because of it. Yes. An Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, you just send it back for a refund, minus your shipping, of course. So head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code WWB. Depending on the model, you receive up to 39% off or up to $300 off. So lock in the special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O. Dot com. That's airdoctorpro.com and use the promo code WWB. Thanks, Air Doctor, for sponsoring our podcast. And yes. um, I was told by our uh, other op opponent, would you say, um, mm -hmm. Fred Savage, mm -hmm. that you were a savant and I should watch out and that you were going to win the whole thing um, because you're brilliant. I totally believe He's this. brilliant. Yeah. And, he, and you won the whole first round, I think. And then I taught him how to use the button. Why did she? Wait, or did I win the first round? You won the second round, and I thought for sure you were going to take it all home, and then he won the whole thing, right? No, you won the whole thing. No, no, he definitely oh, won he the whole win. thing. Oh, he did win. Okay. I had been on Jeopardy before, and I won, but full disclosure, that's because um, Robert Loja and um, mm, she played the mom on The Nanny. Oh. Oh. Fran Drescher? No, no the blonde. The, the, her mother. Her Renee. Oh, oh, Renee. Uh, someone. Renee oh, Taylor. Oh. Renee Taylor. Oh, the one who's Franz. Oh, yeah. okay. Yes. And <laughs> they they did not have the timing right on the buzzer. That's when <laughs> and they Fred didn't have you there to, to tell them to tell them otherwise. So I. Well, that's the thing. Fred was like really like because there's lights, right? Do I remember this correctly? There's lights on the side of the board, and it goes beep 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 and then you can press but he was going like beep beep and he would press it on three or something like that. Yeah, the lights will show you. The lights time out while the clue is being read. Oh, and you've okay. got to wait until the clue is completely finished being read because then oh, you're able you to press it. You're locked out before but that. If, if the clue is being read and you know the answer, you can't then immediately go like that because then you'll get locked out. Okay, that's so what it's like. Was a, doing, it's like a rhythm to it. Yeah, so, and he was nervous because of you. He was totally threatened by you. I remember that because he made me <laughs> threatened by you. Oh, and I was always like, that must feel pretty good, though. At the time, where you feel so awkward, I, you know, really? I, I, maybe I just gave off this energy that I was, that I thought I was super cool or no, something, but I didn't feel cool really, at but all. You were, were you on the show Phenom? No. That wasn't your show? Okay. Because no. I was like, I thought I remembered at the time that you were on this other show. That's incredible. Who, who is? I was oh, on the show okay. That's Incredible when I was five. Okay. And then you were on Dune, too. Yes. And you're the—so I've never seen it, but I did watch it on YouTube today. You did? I've never seen it, but can you give us a quick caption? Like, what would what is Dune about? Dune is a sci-fi epic set in the year 20,000 and something, if I'm not mistaken. 14,000 something. Um, it takes place—it's very similar in a way to Star Wars, but it's a battle specifically between three different planets. Oh, okay. There's— um, Caladan, which is where we start out, 
And then there's Arrakis, otherwise known as Dune, where okay. the valuable spice melange is oh. is created by these giant sandworms. And then there's, um, what's it called? It's where the Harkonnens live. Um, the Harkonnens, the evil Harkonnen dynasty. And which one are you? Uh, well, I'm part of the... Um, part of the Atreides family who are the heroes and they I, I'm born about a quarter of the way before the end and you're a, so, you're a little little how old were you when you I was seven but I was on my knees because the character is supposed to be four oh, um, she's okay. the baby sister of Paul Atreides who was played by Kyle MacLachlan oh yeah and he's the savior he's like the one that's been predestined for generations to come and save the planet Arrakis okay. because the Harkonnens are going to take it over otherwise. Oh my gosh, how fun. And, and so is it similar to the ones that have just been redone? Is it the same? It's premise? the exact same source material. Oh, it is? It's okay. the book, Dune, written by Frank Herbert. Okay. There's three books of Dune. It's a trilogy. Who plays you in the new one? I don't know. Oh, really? I don't know. That's exciting. And I haven't yet seen the first one. I keep meaning to, yeah. but I want to make it a special event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed it in the theaters, and I I can't wait to see what has been done with it because yeah. it looks spectacular. Well, special effects these days, right? Oh, I know. Are just like yeah. it's insane what you can do. But um, that's so exciting. I know when you were coming on, I was like, I want to watch it, but I kind of didn't have time because we kind of planned this sort of quick. And I was like, yeah, I really want to watch Dune, but I don't have time. And it's a long, it's, is it a long movie? It is a long movie, yeah. but not as long as it would have otherwise been. Okay. The original cut of it, if I remember correctly, was three and a half hours long. Oh, wow. Um, David Lynch's original Holy director's moly. cut. Oh, that's right. And it was David Lynch. Yeah. I mean, how cool to work with David Lynch. And again, ahead of its time, because that movie really deserved to be three and a half hours long. There was so much. It was an eight month long shoot. Oh my At gosh. the time, it was the biggest budget film ever made. Oh my. What in year is this? 1983 is when we filmed it. Okay. And it came out um, Christmas time, 1984. Okay. But it got... Um, it got turned into a studio cut and a lot fell by the wayside and it was it wasn't the movie that was originally well, they could filmed, have done it for in like two parts or yes. well you said it was a three-part book it's a three-part book but this is just the first that's part, just the first book and wow. then there's part two there's part three okay well, speaking so, of david lynch you've worked with him again in twin peaks right yes i've worked with him four times that's oh my incredible. gosh what what are yeah. the other times? Well, I did a movie um, for HBO called Hotel Room, where it's a trilogy all set in the same hotel, oh in the same hotel room over multiple years. So mine took place in 1936. It was with Crispin Glover. Oh, I think <gasps> I saw this. Yeah. You did? Oh. Yeah. What year is this? This was 92, I believe. Yeah, I think I saw this. In the theaters? Um, no, this was on HBO. It, ours took place during really a familiar. power blackout. Are you thinking of four rooms? Maybe. Which I was also in. Oh, okay. Randomly. <laughs> two different hotel anthologies. She's really into hotels. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe that's your thing. Like everyone has like their thing that they do like almost your in niche. three, right? Yeah. The hotel movies are like your thing. I love it. Um, well, we have to ask you. Um, oh, on the phone. We have to ask you your our, our questions that we ask everybody. Okay. Um, let me find them. Okay, what's your hidden... We know what all your talents are. What is your hidden talent? Um, I have two. I'm a shark at Galaga. What's that? The oh. game from the mid-80s. <laughs> <sighs> Do you my, play it often? My name is Ace. That's the name I'll enter when I get the high score. Oh. It has to be three letters. So if we find Ace, we know. You know. It's actually Alicia. The... the special music they play when you when you win and you get the high score <laughs> so yeah maybe I, you could sample that for one of your next songs oh that'd be fun oh that would be so I cool. love Galaga so <laughs> mid 80s game that is right. a great um, talent and and no I don't play it very often because and I don't have one in my house because I fear that would probably be the end of me doing anything else <laughs> so no if I see it at an arcade You're I'm all over it Oh my um, God, I wonder if it's on. We just got our son for his birthday this year, like this massive arcade thing, and it's got 30,000 oh, like oh, games yeah. on it. it Is it a standalone? There. Yeah, it stands. It's got four four shifters or whatever you would call Ugly it. Games. There. Ugly I'm going to check it out. Next time you come over, we got to check it out and see if it's there. <laughs> All right, what's your other hidden talent? Gardening. Oh. 
Well, I guess that's not hidden because I post about it all the time. You do. I, I was going to say, I learned so much from you this summer in your gardening in fact, on Instagram. Can I get something? Yeah. I salvaged the, all the remaining squashes and some of them weren't ripe yet. But I, I figured if you take the vine and you cut it back quite a ways off of the squash mm -hmm. and just let the vine connect Dry to up. the squash for a while, but it'll keep on ripening. Uh, so I've had them in my basement oh, on the wow. counter. And sure enough, the squashes that weren't ripe are now ripe and perfect. Did you have to like water oh. the vine at all or anything? No. Or just left it? Just left it. It stayed green for quite a while and then it naturally wilted wow. and ripened the squashes. So I have this really adorable little... Um, it's, it's not a butternut. It's a different variety of squash that I brought. Oh my gosh! All right, I'm so cool. And, Someone's gonna and you can save the squash seeds. tonight. You can save the little seeds, and you could even plant your own next year. I tried to do this recently. I tried to propagate some blueberries and strawberries because this online Instagram page said it was really easy to slice <laughs> up a blueberry and stick it in some soil and take a soda bottle and put it upside down and make it like its own little greenhouse. Is that guy who's like, yeah, yeah. By the way, it doesn't work. I did it with the strawberry there, slices. Hard I did it with the blueberry. I squished way. the blueberry and stuck it in there. I was like, this is easy. Nothing happened. But the, the other thing about that is you want to plant blueberries that are right for your zone. And you don't know where those blueberries oh. came from. They might have come from I have a Mexico or, of course. Peru <laughs> or someplace. I'll root you a cutting this yeah. spring. Oh, you've got blueberries. But you know this squash will do it because I grew it right here in Zone oh, 7. Awesome. So. And you have mint like running so up the wazoo, which I stole some of. I'm going to need some more. Oh. I killed if you ever need mint it just is everywhere i do i need mint nice. i need mint Wait, i killed mine I need you already mint. killed I it mint. i doubt you killed it uh, that's like impossible no i moved it outside and it was too like uh, yeah, it's a whole thing i forgot to water the roots it. might surprise you uh-huh oh really just wait next year right. they're um, like they they're like cockroaches they'll survive anything i yeah. well when when the apocalypse happens i'm coming to you guys because you have food <laughs> we got i'm you. always like who has the food that's what we're going to be needing. Food, water, who's got it? Who can cook? Who can make candles? Um, what's your favorite line from a movie? Oh, I'm reminded of a really old one, but it doesn't resonate with me anymore. Uh -huh. It's just a line I heard at the time. But it was your favorite then? Yeah. I think it's telling that I no longer like the line, but I love the movie. Yeah. And the actor. Oh my God, you have to tell me. Now Voyager with Betty Davis. Okay. And at the very end of it, it's a tragic tale. And at the end, she says, I think she says, Why ask for the moon when we have the stars? <laughs> or why reach for the moon when we have the stars? Oh, wow. But I say, let's reach for all of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We can have it all. We can totally have it why all. Why not? Yeah, heck yeah. What's your hype song? To like get me. Yeah, mm -hmm. like if you're like if you're coming to you came to BFT and worked out with me. Yes. Like if you're coming to BFT, what would you need to like listen to to get jacked up in the car? I would listen to maybe um mm, Shut Up and Dance. By Walk oh, the that's Moon. A fun one. I love Walk the Moon. That's a really good one. Oh, don't you dare look back. Just keep your eyes on me. I think you're holding back. Shut, Shut up and dance. That's the song. I was trying to think of that one recently. Oh, it was for our friend's wedding. I was doing like a TikTok video and I oh, wanted that, that song. That would have been a good one. Because that song played at like every. Oh, that's my alarm. <laughs> oh. I just want to make sure we didn't. This is becoming a weekly thing. <laughs> <laughs> the dog bark lets you know. Look, Ernest didn't even flinch. He knew He's it was like, I know that. He knew it was not real. real. That's an AI voice. Yeah. Um, yeah, that song, I was. That song was like played. There was a year when my sister, my brother, and my sister-in-law all got married, and I swear that song played at every wedding. Mm -hmm. yes. And I was like, it was like the wedding. So now when I go to weddings, I think of that song. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. That is a good one. What would be your last meal? <laughs> we have some dark ones here. Yeah, that's a little dark. <laughs> I Well, we were always asking, like, what would you have on a deserted, or if you could only have one, what was the other question we had? Like, if you could oh, only we've had, have like, one meal on a deserted island or something. Yeah. I really like food. I don't know. That's a tough, tough choice. Got to make a decision. Maybe um, fried chicken. She cut me off. I was like, "Oh, I'd want some of this and some of this." I was like, "How long can I be eating?" Yeah, and I was like, "That's enough." I think maybe a vegan pesto pizza. Who is that? With with sautéed mushrooms and my homemade pesto because I just love it, and I would use. Oh, that's what I would do. 
<laughs> some vegan cheese. Is the pesto? I don't is that eat a cashew vegan cheese very often. I don't you can use cashews in it. Or oh, okay. I use walnuts yeah. generally, oh. but you can use pine nuts. And Are recently, I've fatty? been making it using dill instead of basil. <gasps> I would love dill. Ooh. It's great. So okay, good. I want some of that. Just olive oil, walnuts, oh, yeah. dill. Oh my gosh. Um, a little, if you want to add just a sprinkle of nutritional yeast to give it a little of that Parmesan-y flavor, okay. you can, but you don't have to. Um, salt and pepper, garlic, of course. All right, so send me this recipe later. I will. Because I'm going to need that. Like I cook. I don't actually cook, but and, uh, the, maybe I'll put it on your on the zucchini. Yes. Would that be good on the zucchini? It's not a zucchini, though. Oh, but you'll see. It's a squash. It's okay. a little tiny squash. baby squash. I do grow zucchinis. So what do I do with the squash? But can those, I, those died a long time ago. Can I ago. spiralize a squash? Yeah. No? No, you'll want to cut it down the middle, put the ends face down uh -huh. and like roast it and roast it oh okay. and it's gotcha, little gotcha. so probably 20 minutes on 350 will do it how little you i can know. turn it over scoop out the seeds maybe put a little i gotta save um, the seeds to plant them yeah save uh, yeah that's right save the seeds before you before cook i it. cook it yeah don't kill the seeds no. you do want them to dry a little though so you can like put them on a paper towel and let them dry out or like a brown paper sack and just before like, i stick them, them in some soil and before you put them away for the winter. Okay. Don't plant them until spring. Keep them in the garage. Yes. After the, after the last frost. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I know. I let, Wait, tell me this, though. And you can direct I had my daffodil, daffodil, daffodil bulbs, and I was going to plant them um, before the frost, and it happened. But I left—then it got warm again, and I could have done it. But I left the bulbs outside in a bag and forgot to bring them back inside when the frost happened. Did I kill them? I killed them, didn't I? Maybe not. Maybe not because they were protected with the bag. Yeah, okay. I would plant them anyway. Yeah, if, I might I try mean, it. if the frost doesn't get them, squirrels might, so work. it's worth trying. Yeah, that's true. Do we want to do this or that, yes, lady? Yes, we do, we do. Let's ask her this or that. Okay. Let's see. Hard pants or soft pants? <laughs> soft pants. Yes. <laughs> I mean, thank you for the invitation to wear my soft yeah, pants today, by the way. I said I'm we welcome soft today. pants here. You are in hard pants, Amanda. I'm traveling later. That's why. That's the first time that's ever I've ever seen you here in I don't here. wear hard pants very often. You're not allowed to walk through I that I like the look of hard pants better. Though. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But I don't sure. like to wear them. It is a little hard for me to walk out in soft pants and come to the studio sometimes because I'm like, where am I going after? <laughs> <laughs> I have multiple times just worn my slippers knowing I was going to be here and then had to go somewhere after. To pick up the kids in my from slippers. school. And you're I'm like, like, oh. Shuffle all right. along. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's see. Go in or stay out? No, opposite. Go out or stay in? That. <laughs> <laughs> um, well... I, I don't mind if I go out or stay in, but I I, I prefer smaller groups. So, intimate settings. So, yeah, intimate settings. All right, I'll Small take that. Small conversations yeah, rather good. than a big... It's taken me a long time to learn A that. group setting. I, I, I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Like my hidey hole. Uh. <laughs> I do too. Barefoot or socks? Uh, oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I mean, it depends how cold it is outside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm in all Sorry, I'm but... failing at this. No, you're doing great. <laughs> Too many choices. All Sleep, choices are good. Sleep in the buff or in PJs? Buff. Hot tub or cold plunge? Hot tub. There we go. Milkshake or icy? Milkshake, but vegan. Oh, yeah. How do you make that? Nut milk. Oh, Whoops, yeah. There's my thing. You can use nut oh, milk. Oh, nut milk. Um, and non-dairy ice cream. I don't know why I yeah, you can add, yeah, non-dairy ice cream. Coconut cream is a really good way of making it. Oh, you can add some almonds or some cashews. Yeah, okay. I'll go with milkshake. I mean, I always yeah. go with milkshake. Uh, French fries or onion rings? Oh, can you eat? Yeah. Source you, of Yeah, you can eat both of those, right? Yes, but onion rings are usually made with egg, and French fries oh. are often fried in a vat that makes hot chicken or oh. fried chicken. So... Assuming that they were vegan, I would choose onion rings. Oh, look at you. You have to do a lot of research to be vegan, huh? Yeah. If you want to be strict about it, you do. Yeah. Holy moly. Vegan. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much tell for having me. Tell us all oh, your wait, things so quick. Much. Your phone? Oh, wait, we have to judge your phone. Oh, boy. Just tell us what the little red dot says above the one that says mail. 
How bad. many emails? It's bad and not as, it's only 386 actually. Oh, see, so she's my I peeps. cleared it recently. Everyone is. I'm at 145 and that's making me nervous. The last two seasons, I've not really had a team Amanda. No, no one has you really haven't. Confirmed my way of life. Because people are getting more organized because it's easier these days, Amanda. You should get on board. If I had done this show a year <laughs> ago, it would have been about 34,000. Oh, there you go. That's where I'm at right now. But she's depressed. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. Oops, sorry, Ernest. <laughs> oh. Um, you're not, you're not alone. Oops. Because that is exactly what mine looked like. I just, and the key to it is just go through and highlight, highlight all of the things that are from a mailing list. You can ask it to select everything that's from a mailing list. What? And that was the hack I found. Oh. And then it highlighted like 20,000 of that them. That will change Yeah, because I know that you're doing some Christmas shopping right now, but let's do this first. You will be so proud of me. I've unsubscribed from multiple emails every day this week. Wow. And you're, hold on, you're getting on a plane in an hour, so I expect some of this to I have a new book to read, thank that. you. Oh, yeah, that's true. But while that's downloading, you can go through your, you can probably, it sounds like you can do her hack while you're like downloading the you book. You know I can't yeah. listen to it. Right? As much as I would love to hear this woman's voice. Oh, you need to read it. I have to read it. Yeah. But you still need to let it download, so you should just do that. Oh, you're going to buy it at the airport. <laughs> no, there's a Barnes & Noble across the street. Oh, yeah. Are oh, you going to run over there right now in your hard pants? I see. Yes. I see the plan. For in that. my real shoes. In your real shoes with your hard pants, going now, to the airport to get a real book. This or does no, this I'll, I have my T-shirt, and then I, I we're going to New York, so I'll take a coat because it's cold there already. Chile. Well, thank you for being here. What do you want to promote? What can we tell people to go to Spotify and listen to Witness? Yes, please. That's and the newest one. Is I'm... there something you can do like like with like with podcasts you can follow them or subscribe? Is there something you can do with that? With yes, please follow me on Spotify. That's the best way for an artist. Also, I'm I'm booking a bunch of live shows. I have a new booking agent who I love who's booking me live shows for 2024 and actually the best thing you can do to support an independent music artist is to follow them on Spotify, save the songs, um, both to your liked songs and also to your playlists, oh. and then also sign up to my mailing list because that's the way that I can let people know by zip code or when by country code them. when I'm coming to their town because the most heartbreaking thing for an artist is you go to, let's say, Milwaukee, you gear up, you put all the gear in the van and you head out there and you play the show and then the next day... You post about it and you have five different people or ten different people saying, I didn't know you were in Milwaukee. Oh, and I would have been there. Yeah. So that is right, so super mailing important. list. Follow your Instagram so they can follow all your adventures. Yes, please. What Christmas movies should they be looking for this year? I mean, I know they're 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 doing a rewatch here, but like which ones? Oh, well, a very merry mix up, the which is the first Christmas movie I ever made on Hallmark, is still a favorite. It's still kicking. And it's there. still kicking. It's still playing <laughs> along. And then in the non-Christmas world, um, I have a movie called Fuzzy Head that came out a few weeks ago. It was at Slamdance this year, oh. and it's been getting some good notices. Oh. It's playing now on Apple TV and I think Hulu. And it's very dark, but it's a kind of surrealistic psychological thing. Wow. And I'm Fuzzy really head? proud of it. Fuzzy head. Very and then cool. next year, don't know exactly which month, but the thriller Long Legs starring Nicolas Cage wow. will be in movie theaters worldwide. I'm so excited. Wow, that's uh, exciting. I don't even like scary things at all, it, but I will totally support I'd probably have to bring Tucker, my She's son gonna Tucker. She's going to have to like let me cry on her shoulder. Tucker's going to be like obsessed, I'm sure. And then he's going to be like, that's your friend. <laughs> this is my 11 year old he's like obsessed with all horror things but um, I'm really really proud of it it's directed by Osgood Perkins he did a movie called The Black Coat's Daughter a few years ago that's really fantastic he did a retelling of Hansel and Gretel called Gretel and Hansel oh yeah and and some other some other very things. cool but so that yeah I have to show you both a uh -oh. little text message I just got okay from our sound engineer okay and he said Melissa's about to die this is his current mailbox. <laughs> Y'all, it's ah, 100,092, ah, 207. We, we got to do had? some stuff. We got to, we're going to so, work on this. We're going to have all of this energy from you to that him. way across you got the it. studio. I'm going to turn left. <laughs> and I am unbelievable. That is very upset. Do you just, let's just start again. Let's just throw it away and start a new and just be like, guys, <laughs> burn it down. Blanket email to 192,000 people saying, I lost my email address. 
Please now follow me at this one. Okay? We're going to start there. <laughs> She's like, I'm, we're just burning it down. It's I over. mean, there's a little unsubscribe button now, people. You can just hit unsubscribe at the top of an email. You you act like. But it's then when you have that many, it's too late. You have to do yeah. the automatically delete, too late like highlight <laughs> everything that comes from a mailing list and well, then start that's over. My favorite, my favorite thing to do is you have to get to the computer to do it. But you click the little, you know, how you want your email to come in. If you do it alphabetically, then you just start. I'm like, let's do A's today. Let's do B's tomorrow. Let's do, you know, like our school starts with an L. Let's do all the have L's and we'll get all this, this school time. stuff. And we'll like, my I'd agent starts reading. with a G. Let's yeah. go through all the Asian stuff. And like, I'd rather know. be <laughs> reading, eating, or arting. I know, but sometimes organization is, it's like cleaning your closet, Amanda. You don't know what you have in there until you clean it out. Have you ever cleaned anything with me? No. It I, is quite an experience. I, I don't know. Oh, you want to come over and help me clean? That would be fun. I am so ADHD, though, that it will take us all day. I know. And we we'll will move, find all the things. We'll be like, let's go put this in this room, and then we'll go in that room. We'll be like we'll, stuck in there for hours. Yeah, oh, it'll be bad. That's me thing. when I clean. <laughs> it's like a going down a rabbit hole. Yes. Well, that's why they say put when you actually organize your house, you're supposed to do it in categories, not in rooms. Like, you have to go I through have and to get do one all the books, time. take all the books out, put all the books in one place. Go through them, get rid of what you want, and then put it all back. No. And like go through all the candles. There would be doom the house, piles as opposed of books to like just months. the bedroom, just the living room, just the spare room, just the like I you have to like space. do the by category. No. One space. One doom but you pile. You can't do it by space. Since the next. That's the only way I can. This is what Betty White said in her book right before she passed I away. Love she Betty, said, but she I have what you call them, doom piles too. She oh, called them something on her piles. dining room table. She's like, someday I have to go through this before I die. Because <laughs> I can't leave this for other people. <laughs> like her piles of files in her dining room. Anyway, we digress. Here we go. All right. Thank you for being here, Alicia. Thank you for having me. Ernest. Thank you for joining Happy holidays. And happy holidays, Ernest. Oh, you are so precious. Binge, 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 binge,